In the beginning, there was darkness. A void waiting to be filled with the echoes of destiny. From the depths of time, legends emerged. Heroes forged in the fires of adversity, their stories etched in the fabric of eternity. Through the sands of ancient deserts, across the vast expanse of galaxies, and amidst the tumultuous waves of the ocean, their journeys began. But amidst the chaos, there arose a whisper, a call to action, a beacon of hope. Now, as the world holds its breath, a new tale unfolds, a story of courage, of triumph against all odds. Join us as we delve into the depths of imagination, as we embark on a journey beyond the realms of possibility. For in every tale lies a lesson, in every legend a truth waiting to be discovered. This is not just a podcast. This is an odyssey, a quest for knowledge, a quest for inspiration, a quest for the very essence of what it means to be human. Welcome, dear listeners, to a world of infinite possibilities. Welcome, dear listeners, to the True Life Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for this? Are you ready for it? Welcome to the True Life Podcast. You're hanging out with George. And uh, man, I got a couple of things I wanted to share with you guys right here. So let's talk about changing definitions. You know, when I was growing up, I used to think like English didn't matter. I was like, man, why I got to learn English? I already speak it. But you're wrong. Okay. I want to talk to you about, like, I'm going to blow your mind right here. Just prepare to get stoked. So let's, let, first off, let's define the word change. What do you guys think it means to change? Like, every, we're always changing. The world's changing. Okay, according to Merriman Webster, change is a state of becoming different. All right, so think about that. We're always changing. You know what we're also changing? Definitions of words. What does it mean when you change the definition of a word? Well, if you are like me, you believe the world is made of language. And when you change words, you can change the world. I know, right? I know. Look, I know it sounds crazy. But when you change your language, you change the world. Let me give you a recent example. And I'm not judging here. I want everybody to know I'm not trying to judge anything. I think it's kind of amazing. Let's just take the word vaccine for a minute, okay? Vaccine used to be, this was the definition according to the CDC, a product that stimulates a person's immune system to produce immunity to a specific disease. You got it? I'm going to read it again. This used to be the definition from our friends at the CDC, a product that stimulates a person's immune system to produce immunity to a specific disease. But it's no longer that definition. We, we went ahead and changed that pesky definition. We changed it to a preparation that is used to stimulate the body's immune response against disease. Do you see what happened there? 
let's just run it through again here. So it used to be a product. We're going to start at the beginning. We'll compare them. So vaccine, old definition versus new definition. Old definition, a product that stimulates a person's immune system. Okay. New definition, a preparation that is used to stimulate. So we changed a few words there. We changed the word product in the old to preparation in the new. I know what you're thinking. Well, why does that matter, George? Okay, well, a product is something you sell. A product is something that a company owns. You get it? And so the reason the CDC changes these kind of definitions is because they could get it because the pharmaceutical companies being huge liability. It'll be a huge problem for them if they have a product versus a preparation, right? Preparations are good. Product mm, makes you kind of think twice about it. The second part is they used a, a product that stimulates a person's immune system to produce immunity to a specific disease. The second part on the new one is the body's immune response against disease. So they've kind of taken away the liability of themselves to produce immunity. See, a vaccine no longer needs to produce immunity. It only needs to produce or stimulate the body's response. That's way easier to prove, much easier to prove in all clinical trials. That's why they changed the definition. Okay, that's just one example. Though. We're just getting warmed up here. We're changing definitions. Right lately, uh, if you guys remember Jordan Peterson, there was a big hobbaloo. Hobbaloo? How did I say that word again? There was a bunch of uh, there was a bunch of uprisings or whatever when they started changing pronouns about people, you know, I, he, she, you, we, they, us, them, theirs, theirs, whatever. Okay, I know what you're thinking, George. Why does all this matter? Who cares about changing definitions? I care, and you should care too, because we're gonna. I think we can change some definitions to make the world better for us. What we see here is the world of government and the world of large multinational corporations changing definitions to suit their particular profit margin. But why can't we do that? Why can't we as people do that? I got one for you. Let's change the word overtime. Okay, let's put overtime in the dictionary as anything over an hour. If we change the word overtime in the dictionary to say overtime, anything over an hour, that demands that companies pay people overtime for anything over an hour. And all we did was change the definition. What if we change the word? Okay, are you guys familiar with what a special economic zone is? A special economic zone is a designated area in the world that's owned by a corporation, so they don't have to pay taxes. So let's do this. Why don't we say, why don't we have a form on our taxes, or why don't we change the word taxes to mean that the citizen gets paid by the government. So we can just change the definition and then we can get what we want. All you have to do is just change the definition. In a world made of language, we decide what the words mean. And if we decide the words mean a certain thing, then the people in power must follow them. Otherwise, they're breaking the law. So let's go back to the special economic zones. So what you see a lot of times is say in Afghanistan or in Syria or in the Middle East or some small islands, corporations will get together with different governments and they'll create this little area that's a special economic zone that is very friendly to business. It's very friendly to human traffic. Whatever rules they want to put in, they just say, oh, it's a special economic zone so we can do that there. I think we should designate individuals' houses as special economic zones. 
And then you, as the owner of that house, you, as the owner of that house, that sovereign house, you get to decide what happens inside your special economic zone. You see, in my world here, in the, in the house of George, I think that my special economic zone should be me paying zero taxes. I think the government should get the fuck out of my house. I think I should pay zero taxes to them. Zero to the state, zero to the government. Because at the end of the day, they're just printing all the money and giving it to their friends and the crooks on Wall Street. They're just buying weapons. And then they sell us this good of bills that we don't even need. So we can redefine what it is our country, what it is our world can be just by changing our language. If we started up theoretically, you know, I'm, I'm going to start one up. If we started up a GoFundMe to maybe change the definition of special economic zone in Merriman Webster, I bet we could do it. I mean, how much... I got to look into it, but it doesn't seem like it's that difficult. If our government can just go and start changing definitions willy-nilly to suit their needs, well, then why can't we? Why can't we? How about the average work week? Why don't we redefine that as two days? What about, you know, what else? What else can we change? What other language can you change to make your world better? What if it's that easy? What if it's that easy to change our world just by redefining the words we already use? Like the laws are already on the books, right? All we have to do is change the meaning of those words. And it's already been happening. You know what I mean by that? Like it's already been happening. Lawyers, judges, different multinational corporations. I'll give you another example. I think it was back in the 70s. The United States made it illegal to import anything into Iran except for the staples. And one of those staples was vegetables. Well, what did our good friend John Kerry and the Heinz company do? They said ketchup is a vegetable. See, they just changed the definition of the word and now they're able to circumvent all the laws. And it brings me to another point. I had a recent interview with uh, Dr. Bart Wilson on experimental economics. And in that interview, he spoke to us. You guys should go back and watch. It's a great interview. And even it's an even better book. It's a book. It's a book. It's a book about economics, which most people tend to think is kind of dry and kind of boring. And you're like, oh, I don't want to talk about economics, but it's not like that at all. It's a really good book. You should check it out. And in this book about experimental economics, he talks about the changing field in which money is changing hands. And he ties that to psychology and he ties it to philosophy. And I think what we're missing is that. And that's what I'm trying to explain here. It's the psychology and the philosophy of economics. We just change the definitions and we change the world, everybody. How about another one? Here's another idea I have that I think will make the world a little bit better. Do you ever feel imprisoned by your clock? Like there's way too many clocks, man. There's a time clock. There is you know, there's just too many, man. And it seems to me that we're imprisoned by this idea of time. You wake up, you hit your alarm clock, bap, 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 shut up. Why is that thing going off? Right? Oh, no, everybody's always running late. Why are you running late? Because the damn clock tells you what to do. That clock is like an elf on a shelf. That clock is like this little devil that just sits on your shoulder and is like, you're late. You ain't going to make it. You got to hurry. Don't waste your time. Like, we don't need that. Like, if you look back into the days of antiquity, you know what a better clock is? The stars. That's how 
Think about how Odysseus and all these people that navigated the seas, what did they do? They used the sky. The sky is a much better clock than the calendar, the time clock, the alarm clock. These types of clocks measure time in a way that is not conducive to you. These clocks are a way for people to steal your time. In fact, I argue that that's what the clock in your house does, is it forces you to stop enjoying your life and start doing what you're told. It's like a little authoritarian dictator in every room of your house. I bet you have a clock in every room of your house. You carry a clock around with you to manage your time. But if it's your time, why do you need that clock? I think we should start a campaign where we go around and we break all the clocks. Like, what do you think would happen if we destroyed all the clocks? I think it'd be better, right? Oh, I don't know. No, George, you can't destroy the clocks. How would we, uh, how would we get our Amazon stuff on time? It would show up. Everything would show up, man. Like, we need to stop stressing out about time. On, to on the topic of time, I think that we have, let me, let me try to tie these together. I think we could tie together changing definitions as well as our definition of time. I think it's what imprisons us. But that's what I got for today. Think about how you can make the world by changing your definitions. Think about how you can change the world by interpreting the symbols around you different. What can you do? Can you see the world in which you live in a different way by changing the language that you use? I think you can. And I think your life would be better for it. I think we should have some sort of, you know, especially in education, we should, we should refrain from teaching kids definitions. Or, or maybe we could change the way we teach English a little bit so that people are not imprisoned by these definitions. And if, if we want to know a strategy that works, all we have to do is look at the people that have used the strategies that are working. And those are the corporations. Those are the governments. Those are the attorneys. Those are the richest families. Those are the people who rule the world. They have changed the words we use to better suit themselves. And we as individuals, as people, should be changing the words in the lexicon to better suit us. Right, so we got overtime. We should change that. Anything over an hour is overtime. We should change, um, how about, what kind of crimes could we change to actually imprison the people that deserve to be imprisoned? Maybe we should change the word immunity, which means if you have immunity, that means that you can not be charged with a crime for an hour. How about that? There's way too many public officials. There's way too many people in positions of authority that have quote unquote immunity. How about white collar crimes? I think that white collar crimes should be tried in courtrooms with the lowest gross per capita. Is that the right way to say it? Like if you're a white collar criminal, you should have to go to the shittiest town in the United States and face that judge. Right. And you should have to do it right before lunchtime. So the judge is like the most angry. If you're a white collar criminal, you should not be allowed to have or pay for an attorney. You should get a public defender. I think that we could restructure our society to make it better for everyone. And we can do it by changing the words we use, by changing our language. I think we can totally make it happen. Christabel, how are you? I hope your life is 
awesome. I hope the world is treating you amazing. Absolutely. I, I think we can change it. You know, it seems to me that language is the one thing that all of us have. It's the one, it's how we communicate. And it seems that there's a large portion of, of vested interests that want to stop us communicating to each other. They want to change the way we communicate so that we see the pictures that they want. If you think about language, I've been zooking out on this. If you think about the words you use, the words you use describe who you are. Just I know that sounds kind of crazy, but let me say it again, and I want you to really think about this. The words you use, they describe who you are. So you should try to use flowery rhetoric. You should try to use words that are powerful. You should try to use words that describe the beautiful, unbelievable rising sun in your imagination. When you speak to other people that you care about, you should look them dead in the eyes and tell them exactly why they're beautiful. You should wake up every morning and be thankful for the beauty of life and the difficult struggles that face you because they make you stronger. It's that type of language that if you change in your life, you will change the world around you. And I think there's something to be said about people coming together and changing definitions of words that help them live a better life. And it's pretty simple. We've already seen multiple examples of it. And I, I think that, you know, maybe it's not something that is only there for the elite people to do. Maybe it doesn't take that much money to do. Maybe it takes, maybe it doesn't take any money. You know, we all know what slang is. You know, we all realize how different words have changed. Like, the word fag used to mean a cigarette and then it was like a pejorative for someone who was gay and you know words change all the time and we don't really need merriman webster we don't need the big boys we don't need the dictionaries to change them for us we just need to get together and decide what the words are and that becomes the law that becomes the lexicon that becomes the meaning when we can change the meaning of the words then it doesn't matter who's in power Right. Maybe we could change the word government to be, you know, people who volunteer their time and do what the, the populace tells them to do. Maybe being arrested means being taken down to the police station and given a slap on the wrist. What I'm saying and what I hope you guys take away from this is that we can change the world by changing the meaning of the words we use. And you can start today. I love you guys. You have a great day. Aloha.
Aloha everyone. Thanks for taking a moment to hang out with me in the True Life Podcast. I truly appreciate it. If you're taking some time to listen to this, whether it's your first podcast with me or you've been with me the whole way, I truly want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Additionally, I would like to try to inspire everyone. The world is a crazy place. And if you listen to your heart and you take some chances, I really think the world will unfold in front of you in ways you can't imagine. I've been doing the podcast for about five years. Last year, I decided to take the plunge. Well, circumstances dictated that I took the plunge, and I did. I've begun working on the podcast full-time for almost a year now, and it's been so rewarding to me that I just want to try and inspire other people. If you have a dream, if you have a vision, follow the voice in your heart. Listen to the song on the wind and embrace the challenge. I think you're strong enough, you're smart enough, and you're good enough to make your dreams come true. But you have to believe in them. And I truly believe wholeheartedly that if you take a chance, a real chance on what is possible, then your dreams will unfold in front of you. Uncertainty can be a monster. It can be something that we run away from. But much like fear, if you stand in front of it, it's not that big of a problem. I know everyone listening to this has a dream and a vision, and I hope you all conquer it. And I want you to know it's possible. Take baby steps and move towards it, and you will get closer to it. Your relationships will be better. Your life will be better. And you know what? You deserve it. You're an amazing person. If you get a moment, go down to the show notes. If you can, support the show. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get to it.